Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. The NFL Draft is tomorrow and it still hasn't hit me. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a man with a top 500 big board on armchairallamericans.com, and you should check it out. And with me, as always, is AJ, the Seahawks did a thing, Marchese. Uh, that was an all-time plug, Rob, and they did do a thing, and having two first-round picks feels weird, but at the end of the night, so, they'll have zero. So. Was, it, was it a good thing they did? <laughs> Do you want to talk about this right no, now? No, no, no. Um, quick answer. Yes or no? I'm going to miss Frank as a player. Okay. Uh, Just yes or no, Wiv? Yeah, it's a good okay. holiday. Today, as tradition, per- tradition, wow, <laughs> we'll do our final on-pod mock draft of the year. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving down to Nashville, maybe. Looking for a net or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friend from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. 2019 NFL Podcast Mock Draft. Uh, that was hard. Stumbling over my words, but it's here. The final mock of the 2018 draft. We'll be right on to doing a 2020 mock soon. Next week, even. Yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. I'm just going to start doing pod mock every app. Uh, uh, as you, per tradition, uh, we will stumble through this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It will either be amazing or horrible. No in between. I'm leaning horrible. We've been too good lately yeah. with these, so this is... And I feel like we're we're just really in the dark this year. Yeah, oh, very. I've never been more... Like, outside of Nick Bosa going second to the Niners, <laughs> I'm not sure of any... Like, I'm not 100% sure of anything. Me neither. Uh, except that Dave Gettleman will draft Daniel Jones. Um, so, without further ado, the 2019 NFL podcast mock draft starts. Uh, I will be picking first, AJ second, and then so on and so forth. The Arizona Cardinals are on the clock, and they <laughs> will select Oklahoma QB Kyler Murray. Okay, I was a little nervous of you uh, throwing a rant. No, right off the I, w- I wouldn't, because then it would wreck the whole draft. And then, like, I know, <laughs> I'd be pissed. Uh, can we talk about this quickly? Of course. Uh, um, I think the Cardinals will take Kyler. It seems like <clears throat> it's almost inevitable, and I think Josh Rosen gets moved during the draft. That makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I know we've seen some people say, well, it's more of a 70%, and then Kingsbury came out and said that the hay's not in the barn yet. 
yesterday or two days ago. Um, I, I, I think it's like there's no point of them smokescreening themselves. It wouldn't make sense, right? Remember last year uh, when we all thought it was going to be Sam Darnold? We did. And then it was Baker Mayfield. That That's in the yep. back of my mind, but at the same time, it, that was two like, pretty much elite QB prospects. If, um, mm-hmm. and this is a QB versus not a QB number one, so I feel like that makes you think it's got to be Kyler. Let me let me ask you something. If if they uh, if they don't take Kyler Murray, do you think they they take Bosa or do you think they trade out? I think it's Quinn and Williams or Kyler Murray. Okay, all right. I I don't think they'll trade out. I just I I, I have a hard to like. It's a hard it's hard to see the Jets finding a trade partner. So it'd be even harder to find the Cardinals one. You know what I mean? Yep. And if it is, it's for Kyler. So. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know. I don't think the Raiders are going to be willing to trade up to one. And that's kind of the only other team I feel like is yeah. truly in play for Kyler Murray. We heard a rumor that the Raiders are going to make a surprise move at number four. So I don't think they whether, will. I don't think they will. We'll see and who I pick at number four in a bit. It, I think it's also going to be so dependent on if the Jets trade out and the team selects a QB there. Yeah, it is. All right, San Francisco 49ers are on the clock. Keeping this one simple, Nick Bosa, Edge, Ohio State, University, I mean, they've been linked to him for a millennia. It feels like it's really <laughs> it just, it's really worked out well for them. Where we we've known they'd be linked, they they were linked to Nick Bosa forever, and they really yeah. wanted him. But like, it almost felt early in the process like there's no way they'll get him. He's going one to the Cardinals. It's really worked out for them. Yeah, it has. I mean, nothing's really happened. Like, radical idea. Quickly, what if uh, Arizona does the old smokescreen? Says they're going to trade the pick. Someone wants Bosa. And the Niners end up just flip flopping with the Cardinals. From that him. was an original, like uh, in a mock draft a while back. I had that. Mm-hmm. I think I that I mean, was it, before like all the Kyler business. Though, so I, I think I had them yeah. flip, and the Cardinals take Quinn in second, and the Niners take Bosa first. I don't think that's an impossible idea. I think maybe that's what the Cardinals have been trying to do a little bit, but I don't think it's going to happen. Me neither. Um, and, and I mean, if they added Bosa, a defensive yep. line of Bosa, D Ford, DeForest Buckner. Uh, Solomon, Thomas. Solomon Thomas and Eric Armstead, like the depth yeah. and kicking Solomon Thomas inside can save that draft pick, in my they, opinion. They have to kick him inside. They should, Anyways. and I do think Buckner can play three or one. Like mm-hmm. I think he's that good. So, and Armstead, you, you rotate him a bit. Like I think suddenly they have maybe the scariest line in in mm-hmm. the league. So. Yeah, and, and I know like D Ford's not an elite player. He's I still think he's a quite a good player when he's healthy. I know some people are down mm-hmm. on him, but if he's gonna have one on ones all day, I like I'm yeah. pretty happy about that. Yeah. All right, the New York Jets are on the clock. I think they're they're really looking at two guys. Uh, if the board played out this way and they don't trade out, I, mm-hmm. I think they're looking at Josh Allen and Quinn and Williams. Yeah. And, and maybe at Oliver. Um, yeah, we've seen that recently. Yeah, I, like I would do it. I, yeah. I mean, I, I my board if I'm them's Quinn Williams at Oliver. And yeah, but I mine is too. I don't know. I feel like they won't just because they, they they like I I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna take uh, Josh Allen Edge Kentucky. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think he goes at three or number four. Me too. If it's not a quarterback, I just think uh, that team the out. Jets are like they need edge help so much more than they need interior defensive line help right now. Yeah, and I I would personally take Quinnen or Ed Oliver over Josh Allen, uh, even in the context of their roster. But I I think like they can get away because they have Big Lenny, they have Henry Anderson, they drafted Nathan yeah. Shepard last year. Like they have the the combo of depth and talent there versus like their edge, they is a barren wasteland. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, okay, the Raiders are on the clock. Uh, I think Allen probably would have been their guy, but he's gone. Allen seems like a Mayock and Gruden guy. I agree. I, I think if they're sitting here at four and Quinn Williams is on the board, yeah. I, I don't think they'd pass I on him. I agree. I don't think they'd pass on him. I know they spent, what, a third on P.J. Hall last year? Second. Uh, got was a, it a second? It was a second. It was a bad pick, regardless. I mean, maybe not, but he hey, but in the, if you pretend Mo Hurst went Mo second, Hurst. And he went fifth yeah. round. So they got a steal on Mo Hurst, but they, they still need to. And Jonathan Hankins is not bad, but they like they couldn't pass on Quentin Williams, who's I think the best player in the draft in my. Opinion, I think it's so. the same thing with the, them and the Jets. It's like they need both need edge help more. Yeah, but it, it's so damn hard to pass on Quentin Williams. Like imagine Mo Hurst and Quentin Williams inside on passing downs. It's terrifying. Like, and I, I don't know. It's just. 
that's crazy. You're gonna have so much interior pressure. I don't know what they're gonna do. Like Hankins, obviously, like a rundown guy, and that's totally yep. like that. Him and that three man rotation is really cool. I don't know what you do about the like with PJ Hall going forward, but uh, he seems like he's a developmental guy anyway. Like you don't want him yeah. playing major snaps right now. Yeah, you get maybe get a creative with him and use all three of them. Mm-hmm. I no, I I agree. <sighs> yeah. uh, okay, Tampa Bay. This isn't what I would do, but it feels very much like this is their move, uh, especially if Quinn Williams is off the board. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna go Devin White linebacker LSU. Another, he, they just been linked to him for so long, and it yeah, it, it looks like it's gonna happen. They uh, they should trade back and get take him if possible, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, the the only thing holding me back for saying this is for sure is the whole Gerald McCoy like thing. They they seem yeah. like they're not gonna roll with Gerald McCoy much longer. I, I'm kind of surprised they didn't get that answered before the draft. Like get that figured out. But hey, um, and I, I could see them thinking about it all over here with Quinn gone, but. Uh, Devin Devin White kind of uh, it's it's too too early for him in my opinion. But he mm-hmm. him and Levante David as your off ball guys in the new three four that's gonna be really fun. I mean, I think we've said it before on the show, but like sliding back to ten, uh, getting White there or something like yeah. that. That's what you want to do. Yeah, for but. sure. All right, the New York Football Giants are on the clock. <laughs> when the draft really begins, is here. Yeah, I mean. Lots of lots of talk about quarterback and who it is, and uh, lots of reports coming out just in the last twenty four hours about Washington wanting to trade up, and we don't even know if it's Haskins or Jones for them even, and five could be a spot for for Washington. But I still think it's Dwayne Haskins for the New York Giants, Rob. I why would you take Daniel Jones at six? Steve Gettleman. I know it is. I think it's all. I think it's all. I I think I think it's Ben Dwayne Haskins from the start, and I think it's going to be Dwayne. Haskins. Yeah, if if he's there. I think if he's there. I if think he's there. Washington's going to really push to jump over them and take him. Yeah, so like I said, the, the rumor came out in the last 24 hours, and it, it just makes a lot of sense for them. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the rumor's like Snyder's taking over the draft. Room. Yeah, that's scary. That's scary. And, yeah, they might overpay and maybe uh, Tampa I, gets out. I, or I think they're going to overpay. The to, Jets get to out. To the Jets or the, the Bucks. yeah. Those are obviously yeah. the two spots. Um I think it's really cool that basically at this point it feels like Dwayne Haskins is either going to play for one of his hometown teams, either the Giants yeah. or Washington. I think that's I cool. know, very much so. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Jacksonville, I was thinking, they probably want to trade out if it's doable. Not too far, but just because the, like the, they're, they're yeah. kind of the biggest wild card to me in the top 10 that uh, outside of like QB stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think that's fair. I, I don't think they're going to make a major splash, but like they could go in multiple ways, and uh, you're not sure. And right now, I, I truly think they're looking at two guys. It's either uh, Jawan Taylor, the offensive tackle from Florida, or it's TJ yeah. Hawkinson, the tight end from Iowa. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to go with what I think we both have thought recently. Jawan Taylor. Taylor uh, I think Jawan Taylor's their guy. I think yeah. it, it makes – like, I get – like, they, well, first of all, they love tight ends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do. But I think there people are overrating Foles. Um, Foles doesn't use the tight end as much as like Wentz did. Wentz did. Yeah, like you're right. Ertz was yeah. way more productive with Wentz at QB, and Foles yep. was more of uh, like Alshon was much more productive there. So like I, yes. I, I and I, I think getting Foles the offensive line makes more sense. And obviously he had a great one in Philly, oh. and. Taylor yeah. kind of has what I feel like that Jaguars staff looks for in offensive lineman. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and then you got him and him and Cam Robinson. Cam Robinson. Two mean tackles. I like that. I agree. Like when you watch the Foles offense versus the Wentz offense in Philly, um, like Urch just felt a lot more of like a outlet guy for Foles mm-hmm. and like a big play guy for Wentz. Yep. So I, yeah, I mean they need more weapons around Nick Foles in that offense, but uh, I I think protecting him and. Makes a lot more sense. Also, there. like if they really want a tight end, like you're gonna be okay to grab one in the second round. Yeah, it's a deep ass tight end. Class. Yeah. All right, uh, the Detroit Lions are on the clock, and they are uh, they're a big question mark for me. Honestly, I don't I don't know where the hell they're gonna go. We've seen Gary mocked, uh, Montez Sweat mocked, but now with the heart issue and him not attending the, the draft in New York, maybe he's a little worried. And then I mean, they signed Trey Flowers too. I don't know, man. I, I think this might be my first phone a friend and asking for help here. I think if the board falls this way, I think they'd have a hard time passing on Ed Oliver. 
I was looking at that. I mean, that, that makes they, the most sense to me. He's perfect I think besides so too. snacks and yeah. uh, passing downs. You run with him and Trey Flowers on the inside. That's pretty. Just sick. give them um, and like their de- then their defensive line. I mean, like I know I'm not a big hand fan, but they they invest. In like him a bit. He, he he makes sense for their base D line uh, on like rundowns. Hand and Flowers on the outside, uh, Snacks mm-hmm. and Ed Oliver on the inside. And Aishon is not that bad either, Robinson. Yeah. I I'll, I think it just – I think it makes sense to go Ed Oliver. It's just like it, they're, they're in a That's weird spot, That's where the value though. is too. Definitely. I mean, he's the best player on the board, like they, no doubt to Unless me. they go offensive line, but they keep can't keep going offensive line. No. <laughs> exactly. I'll take Ed Oliver. Uh, defensive lineman, Houston. All right. Uh, nine – the Bills need to build around Josh Allen because he's not very good, and they need to make him not bust. <laughs> uh, I, I think we've seen this linked for a while. DK Metcalf, Ole Miss yeah. receiver. Um, he's kind of the perfect thing for what they need at receiver for Josh Allen. Just yeah. such a physically imposing monster downfield. Uh, he's going to be a red zone threat. He's going to take the top off defense. Allen, Allen to Metcalf is going to be fun. Whether like I don't think Josh Allen's very good, but like that's going <laughs> to yeah. be fun. It might not be productive, but it's going to be fun. Exactly. And uh, this this is what they need, I think. So yeah, DK Metcalf for the Bills. Just it, it, adding DK just kind of helps alleviate a lot of pressure off, like like letting them stack the box, which it felt like they're doing a lot against against that Bills offense last year. Like, it just helps them take the top their, off defense. The receiver core from last year goes from being yeah. awful to being uh, having a combination of depth and starters, which yeah hasn't happened for years. So. Yeah, I think like your offense should be like Josh Allen running the ball and Josh Allen chucking it eighty yards. <laughs> yeah, and might as well. And uh, short stuff to Cole Beasley every once in a while. Yeah, baby, convert those first downs, and suddenly you're twelve and four. <laughs> All right, the Denver Broncos are on the clock. Uh, in the last little bit, it's kind of maybe it seemed like Devin Bush is the pick. Vic Fangio gets his uh, middle linebacker. But guess what, Rob? Who has more say in Denver, Vic Fangio or John? John Elway, baby. <laughs> Guess who's there, Rob? Drew Locke, quarterback in Mizzou. His best friend in the world. Uh, it, I mean, Devin Bush is a better pick, but hey, they're not going to do that. I think they're going to take Drew Locke. And the Bengals are happy because they can now take Devin Bush. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, 11, Devin Bush, linebacker, Michigan. Uh, obviously, there's a hole at linebacker for the Bengals. Um, Devin Bush is kind of exactly what they need. I, I don't love the value yeah, that I, much right now, but he's I, safe. He's plug and play. He's exactly what they need at linebacker. Smart football player, elite athlete. He's gonna bang in the run game. He's like gonna be all over the field. Um, and now you 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 really like Preston Brown sucks, kind of, and he's not very athletic. Like the combination of Malik Jefferson, Devin Bush, a lot of athleticism Athletic. to develop. Yeah, I mean, I think we both think both Devin White and Devin Bush's values in the twenties. Yes. But a combination uh, of positional value and uh, tape value, like yes, and I mean, uh, I, I think I think that's where White and Bush are going to end up landing, though. Yeah, me too. I don't think Bo- I don't Box think Bengals, Bengals I, Box Bengals, and Broncos. Two of them are those two are going to those two, two of those three teams. Yeah, the B the B boys to the Bs. It just makes too much Big sense. Uh, yeah, I don't think Bush is going to get past the Cincinnati Bengals or the Broncos. One of those two teams. Twelfth, uh, the Green Bay Packers. They're they're kind of a weird squad. I'm just gonna keep it simple. Put on, put, give them the best offensive lineman on the board. Oh, really? I thought, I think what I already think? know. Like this is one of the picks I feel pretty confident about. But do you say say your piece, Hawk? Oh yeah. You think they, so? They need a tight end. He's the only one who like truly fits exactly what they're looking for. I, I think their okay. their offensive line needs overrated. Like they have I so agree. much like, depth it, there. Yeah, it's it's deep. I think it's like I mean, their offensive line used to be so good. It's definitely slipped, and like the injuries hurt. I think okay, we'll do. No, 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 no. Make your pick. I I was just wanted to say what I thought. No, we're no, no. We can talk it out. That's why we do these things. We talk it out. Uh, if it's not obvious, I like talking it like, out. Like I, 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 like I feel like. But see, for me, I have a hard time finding spots for both Hawkinson and Fant. Yeah, to, to in my final mock draft, uh, this this is called a teaser, AJ. Yeah, I like uh, it. That you can read it. I'm sure on Americans.com. Um, the fan, I, I have someone trading into the first round to grab fan. See, like I, I think I'm lower on both of them than 
the general populace of of uh, draft folk. I that's why I, I might be higher. Maybe not hi- higher. Maybe not higher on both. But like, I feel like people are either really high on one or the other, and I'm high on both. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I mean, Hawkinson's a first round guy, definitely to me. I don't even know. Fant's a borderline first round. Like guy, on my board, I, I have Hawk him. seven. I have Fant fifteen. Yeah. You, so you like them? You're yeah. Both the, them. I'll, I'll take T.J. Hawkinson. It's just like I said. It's it's almost like not that many teams are desperate for a tight end. I think we, we talked yeah, about that before. Yeah, we have. It's uh, like even it, it, Green Bay is in theory on paper not desperate for a tight end. No, but they, they I mean, but they are. They are, and I, I agree with the concept of just keep adding talent around Aaron Rodgers, and that's a big time. Th- uh, T.J. Oxford, big time, and he's a the best blocking tight end. And I, I so. and like he's perfect for the inline tight end. You can move Jimmy yep. Graham around a little more, and that I think that makes yep. Jimmy Graham better too. I agree, and I mean, ideally, I want to see Noah Fant as a New England Patriot, but who knows? <laughs> so just throwing that out there. Ooh, tease. Uh, okay, thirteen. No one's totally sure what the Dolphins are going to do. We no. think they're tanking for 2020, potentially. Um, <laughs> one thing I can tell you, at 13, they, they they have to go one line or the other, D-line or O-line. Yeah. Uh, their offensive line's really friggin' terrible on paper. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It's Laramie I mean... Tunsil, Daniel Kilgore, if you like him, <laughs> and, and uh, I don't, well, maybe your big Isaac Asiata guy. I don't really know. I do like Isaac <laughs> I, I had a feeling, but, I mean, but just just get the safest, yeah. best offensive lineman, uh, not named Jonah Williams, that's available still, and you take Garrett Bradbury. He's gonna make the whole offensive Ooh. line better. Ooh, okay. Um, I think that way you have a oh. genius playing center going forward, and if you do yeah. trade for Josh Rosen or if you draft a QB next year, you just got a really stable, safe pick there. I think it's Bradbury, Jonah Williams. Why not Jonah? I just I I think they are going to value the IQ of Bradbury over the nastiness of Jonah. I think that that's fair. Um, I mean, Patriots. I mean, obviously the whole staff is coming from New England, but that's definitely something the they've done in recent years. It's kind of nastier tackles and uh, higher IQ centers. Let, mean, let me lots of teams do. Let that, me just you know I mean? state that both AJ and I think Jonah Williams is fantastic, but I both have him offensive tackle number one. I just I also it's a combination of the NFL seems to value him less than we do. Like I think Jonah Williams is a top five football player. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Jonah Williams, at fourteen, I, I I don't think the Atlanta Falcons could pass on him. You just said how much we like him. I they haven't need a right tackle unless they really think bad. Tyson Braille is good. No, he's not. Um, they signed a couple weird offensive <laughs> linemen. Yep. Yeah, I mean. If Ed Oliver's here, there's no way they pass him. I'll say that. Ed Oliver doesn't get by 14. They might trade up and get him. Wouldn't be surprised. It, it honestly seems like they're going either D-line or O-line as well. Like Same idea as the Dolphins, yeah. but in a much better situation. Yeah. Like, I look hard at uh, Brian Burns here for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Big agree. I uh, think Ed, Ed I just, Oliver and Brian, Brian Burns um, are both just because Dan Quinn's going to be so enamored with them. Yeah, I, for sure. I just think Jonah Williams fills a bigger yes, need. Yes, and they're in a... Like Dan Quinn needs to make the playoffs. Yeah, you know what? I'll throw I'll throw this out here. Andre Dillard might make a lot of sense for them too. But uh, I'll yeah. throw this Jeffrey Simmons. But the yeah. only reason not would be because Dan Quinn. It kind of feels like it's his last shot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I do think he like they they they're one of the teams who could afford to draft him and wait on him because they do have depth at D tackle, even though. Yeah, like Sanat turned out to be a really good rookie last year. Crawford's Prop- not a bad player. They just got Rasheed Hagman back. Who knows what that means? But uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and obviously crazy. they signed Davison from the Saints too. Who's a nice depth player. But how about this idea? How about they trade back in late into the first round and get Jeffrey Simmons? That that that'd be an interesting one. Quinn, yeah, Quinn and Dimitrov sit down with Blank. You know he trusts both of them, and they say, "Okay, give us one more run. We're going to go and get this guy. He's a top ten player on our board, maybe top five. But we're getting him at twenty nine, yeah. say Seattle. Yeah, the ties, and uh, yeah. How about that idea? You just want to trade it uh, out. But uh, okay, <laughs> <No>. fifteen Washington's <laughs> on the board. Yeah, uh, if Dwayne Haskins is gone, they they couldn't yeah. get trade if they can't trade up. I, th- I still think they they they'll be the team that takes Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think it's uh I think I think the, Haskins and Jones are to the Washington. The, the, I agree. I, I don't know who goes to which for sure, but I think those two 
seem likely. Uh, Daniel Jones should not go in the first round. He shouldn't go in the second round. But he'll go 15th to Washington. And Dan Snyder will probably be happy for some reason. <laughs> All right, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they're kind of interesting. Like they're they're like they've always been in that seven to ten win range. I mean, obviously they got to Super Bowl a couple years back. But I I think I think with Brian Burns here, uh, you don't pass on him. They just don't have enough like elite. Edge I, he, did, but he doesn't fit what they do at all at edge. He's like the complete opposite of what they've drafted for in their history. But they're bad at it. But the but like <laughs> I, I don't know. I I think it's they would go O line or one of the big edges. I just don't think Burns makes any sense for how they are. Like, I, I don't even disagree. Yeah, okay. Okay, let's talk through this. <laughs> I don't disagree with you because you're right, but he's also the best yeah, but, player. <laughs> yeah, but that we think that. It's like the same. I just, I, I don't know. That seems like. Do you think them signing Bruce I also Sherman's don't like, think okay, the Giants would draft him either at 17. No, I, I agree with you. Um Especially, like, they have Carter from last year who's an athletic freak, too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't... See, like, uh, the, the weird thing with me is is the Daryl Williams re-signing. It's only a one-year. Do they, like... Like, I... I don't know. I, don't know. I think... Yeah. I, I I do kind of think it went from Montez Sweat from, because the heart thing. Like, I think he's probably off their board. They seem like a team who wouldn't risk Doesn't that. Doesn't do injuries? Yeah. I think Gary might be in play, to be honest. Um... I think it'll be Andre Dillard. But, okay. 17. Giants are on the clock. No, no, no. I didn't make my pick. You pick Brian Burns. No, no, no. We t- we're talking through. No, we're I'm not going to keep stealing your picks because I disagree. Okay. Just stick to your guns. Okay. <laughs> 17. New York Giants fine. from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah. They seem like the team who might not even know about Montez Sweat's medical history. Because David Gettleman. <laughs> Uh, and I think, yeah, Montez Sweat's on the board at 17. They're going to take him because they would have taken him at six. Yeah. Um, I think a QB and an edge is the, the choices for the Giants with their two first-round picks. Yep. I, I, I still don't think Sweat's going to get out of... I don't think he will. I, I do think he went from being that, what some people thought was a for top sure top 10. 10. Uh, yeah. I, I, we, we had this conversation and you, you said you didn't think he'd get out. I, at the time, I think I said I, uh, he would. Yeah. Um, but now I, I just, I can't see Gettleman passing on him. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to find an exact spot. I want to say like, I'll just say top 20. I don't think he gets out of the top 20. And if he did, um, I, I, it, honestly, the teams after that, like I, if he gets out of the top 20, it feels like he'll hit the second round. That's uh, that's fair. Unless the Raiders, yeah, that, I was kind of looking at edge. that too. Yeah, if they didn't, didn't get their edge guy at four, the Raiders could definitely bite. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, okay, Vikings uh, on the clock. Yeah, they're they're pumped. Dillard and Cody Ford are still available. Uh, I'll, I'll take Andre Dillard. Get them a pass blocking that, guy. I think Ford might fit them better. That's their their ideal think, though is they have the choice between the two for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm, I I think so. But I'll take Dillard because I, I think sorry I think you're right in the like you Ford might fit better, but mm-hmm. they go Dillard in this situation because I think like Brian O'Neill was pretty impressive at right tackle as a rookie. Yeah, uh, Riley Reef should be a right tackle. They, I think the best option, yeah, if they went Dillard, they have their left tackle. You got O'Neill at right yep. tackle. You got Elfline at center, obviously. I think Reef's a better fit for guard, too. Also, like, that gives them a really athletic tackle pairing. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I like Which, uh, if possible, it pick seems smart. Yeah, the O'Neill pick is a little, it seems a little different for them. But now we know they did it. So if they're going for athletic guys, then Dillard makes a lot of sense, yeah, too, right? definitely. Uh, and I think the Titans would be pretty happy um, with Cody Ford still being available. Uh, if they can't get Bradbury, I think Cody Ford's a nice backup plan. I I think so, too. I, I love Bradbury to the Titans, though. I do, too. But too too bad. The Dolphins are in a new era of being smart. Um, but, yeah, Co- Cody Ford, Titans, they can either play they can play him uh, at either guard spot. They sign Roger mm-hmm. Saffold. That, that O-line is big and mean if they got Cody Ford. Who yeah. I, I believe is a right tackle, but in this context, he'd be a fantastic fit at guard for them. Um, and then you have Luan, Conklin, Ford, Saffold, and Ben Jones. 
Let me let me throw this out there. If Bradbury's off the board for them, could they go? Uh, could they be the team that takes McCoy or Elton Jenkins? I don't see any way Elton Jenkins. Like, and I love Elton Jenkins. I just don't yeah. see him being like in the first round. I I I, I, agree. I think you could see McCoy. I, if that was their guy, though, I think trade back and do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because his athleticism makes you think like he'd be the one to maybe push in, or even Chris Lindstrom. I know he's yeah. I know he's a guard, not a center, but. Yeah, I just like the only true center on their roster right now. I think is Ronis Grassu, our boy from Oregon. No, Ben, ben Jones is their starting center. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, so that's not that bad. I forgot about Ben Jones. Like ben Jones is okay. Like you're f- yeah, Ben Jones. If, if, okay. if the rest of the guys around Ben Jones are Luan, Conklin, Saffold, and Ford yeah. or Lindstrom, yeah, like you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. All right, twenty Steelers are on the clock. All right, Rob, who do you want? You know, get you, you know who I want. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what this. I have a bad feeling. This is. You think they're going to make a smart pick this year or a dumb pick, Rob? Be honest. I've talked myself into them making a smart pick, but like when they draft Lonnie Johnson, I will be devastated. It wouldn't surprise me if they're the team to bite they, one of the. Uh, they're the like they seem like the most realistic team to be like. Oh yeah, fuck it. Let's get this tall, athletic guy who doesn't know how to play football because hey, we already have already Burns. I know. But you know, for for the sake of uh, intelligent football, and for you, Rob, I, I want to get them Byron Murphy from Thank Washington. God. I would be so devastated if they had the option of every corner in the draft and they took Lonnie Johnson. I think you should be. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be yeah, upset. But for Byron you. Murphy doesn't fit what they've done recently, but I, that hasn't worked. So I think, uh, and Byron Murphy seems like it's just a. He's like my favorite player in the draft, so I'm biased as hell. But but like Murphy seems like an old school Steelers corner. I know he does. Like, like circa mid 2000s Yeah, I big agree with that. Like yeah, he he's a so. little short from what they've had, but like from like the Ike Taylor Bryant McFadden. But, but he's yeah similar similar mold, smart and physical. Um, yeah, cut from the same cloth. And like, all right, twenty one Seahawks are on the clock. Uh, they're pissed. Brian Burns is off the board. Because he seems like the perfect fit for the Leo with Frank Clark at at the building. I want want Brian Burns bad. I'm not a Seahawks fan, but I want him for you. I think also they're one of the smart teams who know what to do with him. Uh, And he'd be be a really great fit there. Um, But, yeah, I don't don't know. What do you think about um, Colin Farrell there? I, I was thinking about it. I, I don't think he's like the greatest fit or anything. No. But I like. I mean, we both think uh, we both think he's top twenty player, right? Can, can I say Rashawn Gary might? Yeah, I do. Rashawn Gary might make more sense. But they uh, have like, Rasheem Green in that role. Yeah, but like uh, he didn't play that much last year. I don't know if they like him all that much. But yeah, they do. I know. I don't know. Hey. And Gary, Gary could be their inside outside guy. I don't know. Like it's going to be interesting to see where they go. They're they're obviously going to draft a defensive lineman with one of their first yeah. three picks though. If if, the, I, if Jakai Polite wasn't insane, that would have been such a great get. That yeah. Also, I think like they're definitely going to trade out of one of these picks. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they. Trade I out think. Both. It, yes, I agree. I think I this one. I do you think they're more likely to trade out of twenty one or twenty nine? I think it depends how it falls. Yeah, but yeah. I'm going to say twenty one. I agree. I'm going to say twenty one. Uh, especially if it fell this way. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I don't love it, but I'm going to take Colin Farrell here. I'm okay with it. Like it's... He's got the obviously the size, the athleticism. I think he's going to be a really good run defender. I think he's going to yeah. apply a lot of pressure. He's not. He, obviously, he's a little stiff, but mm-hmm. um, he's, a, he's a top 20 football player and a really, really talented edge. First round grade from me, so yeah. He's maybe more of like a Chris Clemens than mm-hmm. uh, someone else, but yeah. Yeah. All right, Baltimore Ravens on the clock at 22. Quickly, I, I've i heard a lot of rumblings out of Seattle um, that it might be receiver first. Oh, really? Which could, which could scare Yeah, there's a lot of receiver talk going around Who right do you now. think it's, it would be? I hope it's Harry, but it might not be. And if it's Paris Campbell, I'm done. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of the decision between Nikhil <laughs> Harry and Paris Campbell, uh, I think it's an easy one. I don't even think it is a decision. I think ball, like if Baltimore could trade back and get him, they'd be so happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Nikhil Harry here uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. And I, I think he could go at 21 to the Seattle Seahawks, but... But he won't. Yeah, he doesn't. And he doesn't. He doesn't. We've got Farrell, baby. Welcome to Seattle. <laughs> okay, Houston Texans are on the clock. 
They're uh, they're gonna be pretty nervous when Cody Ford and Andre Dillard are both gone at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I know some people don't see Dalton Reisner as a f- like should be a first round pick. I think he should be, especially for a team like the Texans. Like, don't draft something else when you need Dalton Reisner or Chris Lindstrom. I'm good with either of them for them here. Me too. Because, like, compared to the other offensive linemen we've seen teams reach on, uh, reach on Col- Colton Miller, like, Reisner's a lot safer. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to get, like, a Pro Bowl level guard or, st- like, a solid right tackle. And, like, well, That's the a, other thing with like, him is the versatility should entice them even more. They could just put yeah. him where they need him. Exactly. And they have – there's nothing on that line. So. Yeah, like – you get Dalton Reisner, it makes your offensive line completely better because he can play kind of anywhere. He's also mm. going to add that nastiness that they need. Lynch, Lynchstrom, same idea, just as a specifically as a guard. But I'm I'd be good with yep. him taking either of them here. I think I agree. They're both top thirty-five players. I agree. I agree. All right, Raiders on the clock. <laughs> okay, I think they're getting Josh Jacobs with one of these. Picks. I completely agree. I don't know which one it's going to be, though. Are you going to leave him for me at 27? Yeah, here you go. You are. He's not going between. So I'll take someone else. Uh, Thank you. That makes 27 easy for me. I know. You're welcome. And this this one's kind of hard. I th- one of these picks is going to be a wild card, I think. I think if Hawkinson was there, they would take him. I think I think they're looking hard at Fant right now. Um, as in I am. I, I, I also think they're going to look hard at Rocky Sin. He just seems like a yeah. Mayock guy. He, he does, for sure. I and know. obviously they, they, they want another outside corner opposite Gary and Conley. And he fits what they do. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, like, it feels like they're, with their first four picks, D-line, uh, tight end, running back, yeah. and corner are all what they're looking at. You know what? Theoretically, let me throw this out, out there. I know I know the talks died a bit, but if Fant and uh, Hawkinson are gone at this point, Irv Smith wouldn't shock me. I think that first round talks really fallen off since the combine. I know it has, but like that fit makes sense to me. I'm not doing it. I'm just saying, just talking through this. But, but, but I feel like they'd just be much more willing to wait and take him at 35. Like the, no, no, I know. The, obviously, know. the worry would be New England taking him at 32. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna. I feel like that's such a Belichick thing is to put off that you just lost your whole fame tight end, and like <laughs> you're gonna know. they're gonna draft like. Foster Morrow in the fifth round. He's going to get 800 yards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Greedy makes sense for a Gruden, but not a Mayo. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm just looking through guys. <laughs> uh, if they didn't uh, sign LaMarcus Joyner, I'd say Darnell Savage would be in play with one of these picks. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm going to take Fant. I, I think Gruden's going to want a toy. Makes sense. Yeah. I it doesn't I, I think they're just getting more pieces. Re- on the remember that tease I did earlier about my seven round mock draft? How a team traded in to get Fant. Yeah, that was to get ahead of the Raiders to get him. Whoa! So yeah, check that out. Uh, but yeah, no, I I agree. And I think the other thing is, um, with Ro- like Rocky Sin, they should be able to wait on him at thirty five. Thirty five, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So uh, okay, Eagles are on the clock. This kind of seems like it's going to happen if it's possible. Jeffrey Simmons. They make the yeah. most sense to be willing to wait on him a year uh, from yeah. the ACL. He uh, obviously fellow Mississippi State D-tackle Fletcher Cox. Uh, he's Fletcher Cox 2.0 in my mind. Um, also, uh, they, they we've seen them draft D-line in the first round before when it wasn't their biggest need. Yeah. Because they just, I think Howie Roseman completely understands how important the defensive line is. So I think, yeah, this makes a ton of sense to me. I think so, too. I, I, like we said before, I don't think Simmons gets out of the first round. And I think he goes between, I don't, like he can kind of go anywhere, to be honest. I, I, I don't think he gets out of the first round, though. I think he, he stops at 31, though, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, th- this board's falling pretty good for the Indianapolis Colts. I they have their kind of like they could go Christian Wilkins they could go Jeffrey uh, Jerry Tillery and they could go John Abram I think those are the three guys um, you know what just because it's the NFL I, I'm going to take Jonathan Abram the safety from Mississippi State I think it's a great fit. I don't I hate it this early though I know I don't like it either but I think NFL teams are going to like him 
And I think one of those back end teams or trade up, he just screams like like you know the, that twenty six to thirty two pick, and someone's gonna go get him there. I think. And I like the fit a lot. I, I like to wait on them and like them get like Wilkins or something here. But um, my favorite yeah. my favorite thing they could do would get our boy Jerry Tillery because I already love the Colts. I can see Tillery slipping to their next pick though too. Well, I I feel like someone's gonna have to potentially slide. Like we sorry, we have Wilkins and uh, Tillery, and I mean I don't think either of us think Dexter Lawrence is. No, but he might. Yeah, be. and like yeah. Charles Amenny, who's also in the conversation. Like, if you think of Rashawn Gary as an inside guy, he's also in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, but the Raiders, it seems like they're going to take Josh Jacobs here at 27. Whether they do it at 24 or 27, I think we both see him as the only running back going in the first round. It's to the Raiders. Yeah. Marshawn just yeah. retired. Josh Jacobs is mean, physical, fits what I think Gruden and Mayock like in a football player. Uh, yeah. So this is one of the t- picks in the twenties. I feel confident about. Yeah, there's not too many of them. Yeah, but I, I agree, and I don't know twenty four, twenty seven, but it's one of them. Uh, L A Chargers, kind of happy too because they get their guy on the interior uh, between Christian Wilkins and uh, Jerry Tillery. I'm just, I'm just thinking this over. Which one they want right now? Christian Wilkins or I, Jerry Tillery? Yeah, I'm just thinking it through. They'll, they'll be happy that they get to decide. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just picking between the two of them. I, I have Jerry Tillery Hutter on my board. You and me both do, and I, th- I feel like that's rare. I know, I know. But the thing is, I can see the Chargers liking Tillery more. I, where I, I think, don't disagree at all. Yeah, where I think many teams in the league have Wilkins over Jerry Tillery. <sighs> Yeah, you you uh, and me have been kind of linking that char- uh, a lot of people have. It's not just us, but the Chargers no, Tillery thing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger. Jerry Tillery, defensive tackle, Notre Dame. Bam bam, Seattle's on the clock at 29. Uh, they're in love with Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yeah, this second first round pick is a very justifiable spot to take him because he's 29th on my big board. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're gonna take Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He can either play. He can play anywhere in the secondary, basically. Um, whether they want to play him at nickel or safety, they're gonna be really happy with his versatility and physicality. Yeah, we've talked about this fit for a couple weeks now, and it just makes so much sense. Yeah, I, I want to see it happen. I want them as your friend. I want them to get Brian Burns and Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I I hope so. I like I said, they're not drafting uh, with both of these picks. Yeah, no, I know. I agree. I think. Yeah. It's not happening. Uh, I mean, it's classic. Like I said, it wouldn't shock me if they're both not Seahawks picks. Anyways, uh, not the players, the the selections. Because I think both of them makes a lot of sense to Seattle. Oh, uh, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, the Packers are a weird team. I, I don't I don't like blocking for them. But I, I don't either. Here. I don't. It just feels like they're not fun, and I don't know what they're gonna do. And they they added Hawkinson already for us. Let me uh, throw an idea at you um, that yeah. I was thinking about earlier today. Uh, I I know I like kind of shit on the O line at twelve just because Hawkinson was there, but mm-hmm. could you see them being a team that goes Lindstrom? Chris Lindstrom. I think that makes a lot of sense. Also, I think they they're looking at. I th- I think it's O line D line with this pick if they get Hawk at twelve. Do you think they'll like Wilkins as a five? No. But I mean, if, I what's, a, so what's a five these days? Um, but I, I do also feel uh, like they could be looking at him. They could be lo- looking at, yeah, they, or, or, or Gary. Gary just doesn't seem Packers to me. You know what I mean? You know who does seem Packers, though? It's Chris Lindstrom. He does. Yeah. It's a I'm really smart Lindstrom. pick for them. I think so too. I uh, you you got your guard for the next ten years. Yeah. But the thing with the Packers is they usually like to wait and get their guy, and because they they can they think they can coach him. And, off, and right? Lindstrom's got the Josh Sitton, TJ Lang, yeah. SOB mold to him, but he's yeah. he's that, but with so much more athletic upside. I think Chris Lindstrom should sneak into the first round. I, I he's he's thirty third on my board, and I, if I was a team in need of O line, I would feel so confident about that pick because he's so safe. I think we're the only two people. I guess I shouldn't say that, but when we do mocks, Gary slips so. It's kind of sucks because 
both neither of us want to be the guy to take him, but like you feel like the NFL is going to take him silly high. Like I don't I, like okay, I'm picking now for the Rams. Obviously, at 31, mm-hmm. I all I wrote down was BPA defender, like best player available at def, to, uh, defend on defense. Defense. Um, yeah. I think Gary's maybe in the conversation, but like when Christian yep. Wilkins Christian Wilkins fell. I think they'd eat him up, even though we just talked about, like, maybe not the perfect five-tech or anything, but it's yeah. also Wade Phillips. He just puts players in the right spot. They're going to they're gonna appreciate his IQ. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he's such a fun human being, and yeah. he is so much better than Rashawn Gary. Uh, <laughs> no offense, Rashawn. Uh, and, and, like, well, to me, Wilkins is the best defensive player available uh, by, by yeah. a... Decent chunk right now, so I'm going to take Christian Wilkins for Clemson. I think the Rams are going to be really happy when either him or Farrell falls to them. I think that's going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, we, lately we've seen Farrell slipping in mocks too, right? Yeah. Where I, I before like it, it depends how the edges fall, but I could see him going to Carolina. I like that fit a lot at 16, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Man, I'm I'm just so excited <laughs> for the trip to be honest. I I know we got one more pick. Uh, in the mock, but I'm I'm so excited. The, it, Guess what? What? Go ahead. It's the Patriots. They're hard to. Yeah, I was about hands. to. I was just about to say that. It's like, it feels like because of this class, though, the defensive lines definitely in the conversation for them, especially because they've lost a lot. Uh, through free. I, I see Rashawn Gary. Like, uh, my one thing he, is that's the team. Like, I again, I, that's the team I want him to because they'll with. know how to do it. And like Michael Bennett's there, like who better for Gary to learn from? I think uh, him, him and Charles Amenihu, the Texas defensive yeah. lineman, just for what their skill set is, New England's like the perfect place to get the best out of those types of guys because they're both but, inside out types. I totally agree, but to flip it, I don't know if the Patriots like are gonna like him. Who Gary? Yeah, I think it's I think it's perfect for Rashawn Gary. Yeah, I, I just don't know if if they like him. I'm gonna do it though. Because I think if, I think he if he's there, away, they should do it. Um, I agree. I agree. I think him, him, Amenahue, and Dexter Lawrence are gonna be kind of in that conversation there, just for them. Yeah, or like if, if they're yeah. there, or Irv Smith, or or who? Sorry, Irv Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. I, but again, I feel like Belichick's gonna like draft a late tight end and make him good. And yeah, your boy Warring is gonna slip and he's gonna get him. Warring would be a great fit. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, the Patriots are weird. It's going to be interesting. I, I'm just so excited because I feel like this draft could just bounce a million different ways. And I know that's easy to say for a draft because it's true, but this year more than any year, it just feels like we don't Also, know. it feels like between 20, 29-30, 31-32, one yeah. of those teams is trading out. And yeah, someone's trading absolutely. in for the fifth-year option. I honestly think Seattle wanted 29 because they like trading out. That's probably. <laughs> I could see Seattle, the Rams, and the Pats trade out. Like, all yep. three do it. Yep. I know. For who is the question? Yeah. It could be, it could be for Gary is, with some team. It could, it could be for, for one of these defensive linemen. Yep. That's, like, if it, if it falls this way, I, that definitely makes a lot of sense. If this is for a quarterback, uh, NFL is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we've seen Finley rumors. It could so be. I think scary. it could be for a defensive lineman, a receiver, like uh, Hollywood, maybe. Hollywood. Uh, yeah. If a team really likes Greedy, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. Or if Lindstrom's still on the board in those spots, which I think he he could be very well could be. If he doesn't go to Houston, yeah. he will be. I love the Lindstrom Packers fit, but I I, I really like it as well. Yeah. Uh, as Rob changes his seven round mock draft to steal that. <laughs> That's um, how much I respect you. Thank you. <laughs> I think we got an, a lot of good fits in our mocks. Like it's it's like to be honest, we didn't make any dumb picks. I don't think. We made a lot of possible picks, but it's just like anything could happen. Like Christian Wilkins could go in the, and and it would totally be justified to go in the top fifteen. We had him fall all the way to yeah. thirty one. Yep, yep. Like just things like that. And mock drafts are impossible, but they are fun. I I have never been a fan of the people who kind of attack them. Like, what's the point of this? You don't know. Yeah, that's what. But they're fun. It's just an exercise to see and talk about how a certain guy might fit somewhere. Exactly. Uh, what teams? How teams can attack the draft? Yeah, what they need? How they're going to build their team? I think we both agree they're fun to read and they're fun to write. So I like doing it how we do, not to not to uh, pat ourselves on the back. But, but we are, you know, talk, talking through stuff and 
just trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, look, look like we, bo- we both, we come out of this both loving this Chris Lindstrom to the Packers idea that hadn't totally crossed my mind before. Exactly. And I mean, a couple other ones too. The Rashawn, Rashawn, think, like Rashawn Gary, if he fell all this way, the Pats yeah. should probably take him because they seem like the team that could unlock him. Exactly. Exactly. I thought like talking about Dillard to the Vikings is interesting. I think he goes higher though. I, I think so too. It's just hard to find it's spots. A, I think it'll be interesting how the offensive tackles fall because who knows how mm-hmm. it's valued. Like, uh, it's a, it's a, it's oh, it's gonna be one of the most entertaining drafts. They're uh, always the, the, entertaining, the ta- but the draft is uh, gonna be so wild. I think the most uh, confident of a line pick I, I I have right now is Taylor to the Jags. I feel good about that one. Yeah, it just fits with the kind of combination yeah. of what they need, what they what they like mentality wise. Yeah. yeah, no, that, it's a really nice fit. I think that'd be a good spot for him too. I think, and we have all this talk about receivers going and like uh, to me, it's it's only Harry and DK. But I, uh, the more I think about it, the more I uh, like. The, it, there's more likely to be one receiver in the first round than three. I agree, especially because I think the Ravens are a prime candidate to trade back. Mm-hmm. They they do they like doing it so maybe that's I'm, I'm excited maybe that's I'm excited. Uh, tease maybe that's who uh, traded out for the I other team to get fan I already know that yeah I figured that yeah out. but you don't know who the <laughs> team is that traded in I'll tell you off the pod uh, I swear you said it I might have not. okay I don't know everything's a blur uh, hey, okay. hey that's gonna do it for us but one last thing um, draft night we will record a podcast it'll be instant rapid reaction. It's going to be a Bonus lot of fun. Hopefully the Steelers and Seahawks don't take the, make the worst picks in the first round like they did last year. I'm getting nervous now. Yeah, though. I know. That was so terrible last year. Hey, it can only get better, right? I don't know. They have two picks to fuck up now. That's why trading out of the first round is the best feeling. I know. You're like going into Friday. You're like, all right, cool. We can't fuck this up. If I get a third-round guy in the second, you know, I'll trust yeah. him. But like, it, ugh, the stakes are so much higher when it's a first-round yep. pick. Uh, but yeah, so tune in. Uh, I guess that'll be uh, Friday, f- f- the early Friday morning. You'll hear that early Friday. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so check you later. And uh, hey, I almost said that again. Um, that'll <laughs> do it for us at Seven Rounds in Heaven. AJ, last words. Get off the mound. Watch the draft. <laughs>